You're listening to the Fly the W podcast. This is season one. It is episode nine. The Cubs have just dropped three of four to the Pirates. They won the third game. They dropped the fourth. We're dropping this pod right after the fourth game. We just heard from Gordon Wittenmeyer, NBC Sports Chicago. He is all over the Cubs. Never won to mince words. So the next thing, Crawley, we need to do before we wrap up episode number nine is we need to talk about some roster moves that have been made. And then we need to preview the Cardinal series as our Cubs are going to spend the weekend down in St. Louis. Yep. As we talked about, Killian went down, lighter came up. Uh, we know that Smiley is going to be throwing a bullpen. Uh, Stroman, who we haven't seen in a while, is ready to throw his second bullpen. Uh, Suzuki's building up his hitting in the cage right now. Seiya Suzuki, and here's another one you may not remember. Michael Hermosillo is expected to take live BP today. Um, Daniel Norris, I kind of got a little chuckle out of this one. I'm going to put this in air quotes for the podcast listeners here, but, uh, Daniel Norris, who gave up a bunch of runs at the end of that blowout game, uh, game three went to the 15 day IL with a finger injury. Adrian Sampson, who looked good the other day was recalled from Iowa. Uh, on a sad note, Ethan Roberts, who was one of the good stories coming out of spring training, uh, who found out he made the team and they caught him on video, you know, emotional about it. But he has Tommy John. He had. He's going to have to have Tommy John surgery, and his season's done. Yeah, that's too bad for Ethan Roberts. You're right. That was one of the better stories. I wonder who else from the younger starting rotation gets moved around when Smiley and Stroman come back. Because I think by the time we are talking again, that we'll have a better idea of when those two are going to make their next starts. Yeah, it, it's going to be tricky. And and the one thing you want, and this is where I get nervous and get so mad about these errors and stuff like that. And the amount of pitches that these young guys have to throw is that you don't know how, you know, what the plan was coming into the season about how many pitches they expected, how many innings they expected these guys to go. So, you know, I know people are probably going to be mad, but when you talk about Miley and Smiley and Stroman all coming back, um, you know, clearly they're going to have to make some decisions and I wouldn't be surprised to see uh, Thompson. Maybe it's going to be hard to put these guys back into the bullpen. The two guys, Thompson and Steele, obviously, you know, Swarmer will probably be sent down. Uh, you know, lighter junior will probably be sent down. So that's two spots right there, but you're, you're trying to find starts for people, but you may want to rest some of these guys, especially try, especially if, if you have these guys come back before the all-star break and then, you know, maybe, who knows, give them a little bit of time off uh, before the trade deadline. Because once the trade deadline comes, if things go according to plan, you don't have Miley and Smiley. And then, obviously, Keegan and Justin Steele come back. So you want to take a look at the load management that those guys have on that arm. And that's what you look at when, when the other guys come back. All right, Crowley, it's Cardinals-Cubs weekend. It starts on Friday. You can hear the game on 670, the score. Cardinals are 40-31, and 31, first place, 6-4 and four in the last 10. They're on a two-game winning streak. Cubs, fourth place, 3-7 and seven in their last 10, 26-43 overall. The Cardinals just had a four-game series against the Brewers. And somebody that needs to have a bounce-back performance, or I predict will be going on the IL with like a dead arm, is Kyle Hendricks. He is your Cubs game one starter in this three-game series. Yeah, you know, we talked about Hendricks struggling. He had a decent start when he came back from that rest period that he had, and then the last start did not go very well. So he's going to be going up against Andre Payante. If you remember Payante, 
Uh, he faced off against Caleb Killian. So both of those guys made their debut on June 4th on the nightcap of the doubleheader. He went four innings pitch, gave up four hits, one run, four walks with two Ks. He's made three additional starts. Twice he made it to the sixth inning. Um, so, But against the Pirates, he only went two and a third innings. But he hasn't given up a lot of runs. So it's a young, you know, a young pitcher who doesn't have a lot of experience. Uh, so we'll see what happens with him. The hope is, is that the Cubs... Boy, you know, it's just the runners in scoring position thing just absolutely kill you. It's it's no good. Um, with Hendricks, and you're looking at the Cardinals uh, and what they do against Hendricks, Harrison Bader hits him really well. 21 at-bats, he's 381 average on that one. Paul Goldschmidt, we know all about Paul Goldschmidt. He hits Hendricks really well at a 317 clip in 41 appearances. So a couple of guys that seem to have Hendricks number and Ed uh, Mundo Sosa hits him well, but in a smaller sample size. Isn't it kind of cool, Crowley, that we have Cubs Cardinals and today, the 23rd of June, while we're recording this podcast is also, I believe, the 38th anniversary of the Ryan Sandberg game where he hit those home runs off of Bruce Suter on national TV and Bob Costas famously calling him. That, that was, for a lot of people of our generation, Dustin, the game that really kind of made us lifelong Cub fans, just watching the magic of the game and how anything can happen on any given day. Totally agree. All right, game two. Right now, it's TBD, but I feel like I've heard some rumors and seen some things out there on the internet that it might be Alec Mills starting game two for the Cubs in this series, and he'll be going up against uh, Miles Miklos. Yeah, Mikolos is two and four on the season so far. He's got a 369 ERA, one and two in his last three starts. But this is why the win category is something you really can't always look at when you look at uh, MLB player uh, pitchers. He hasn't given up more than two runs in any of his last three starts. So it's not like he's getting hit. He's just not getting a lot of run support. Um, so hopefully that continues for Mills or whoever ends up pitching that the Cardinals give Mikolos no run support. The Cubs have seen Mikolas plenty. Um, Wilson Contreras, hopefully that's what the doctor ordered for him. In 13 at-bats, he hits 300 uh, against him, 308. Uh, Ian Happ, 18 at-bats, he hits 389 off him. So you, you have some guys that hit him pretty well. Yeah, absolutely. Let's, let's hope. You know, I, I will say what I've said before in some of these uh, bigger series, kind of the rivalries, kind of the games you get hyped up for as a fan. I, you don't go into the Pittsburgh series getting all hyped up and lathered up that they're playing the Bucks. You, you think that they're going to at least split and you're going to get greedy and go for three out of four. You were the smart one looking for a split, and we both were wrong as the Cubs lost three out of four. Now I'm back to the point of just don't get swept. I hate every time we have a series against a team that's a rival or a team that you just don't like, that it's cross your fingers, cross your toes, hide your eyes, and just don't get swept. So game three will be on Sunday afternoon. I don't think we have any national TV between these two teams. It's a little bit surprising, but the way the Cubs are going right now, I understand. And Actually, um, Friday. Friday. Friday is going to be Apple TV, oh, that, that new Apple gosh, TV game. Apple yeah. TV. Well, I'll tell you what, Friday I would have been probably on radio anyway with Pat and Ron and Zach. And maybe if I have the TV on without the picture, it would have been on the Stanley Cup because the Cup is in the house. Um, so I probably wouldn't even have looked for it on TV. But thank you for correcting me. The Again, Apple TV Plus, another terrible idea by Major League Baseball. I don't care how much the owners are making off of that one. 
Yeah, game three, you're going to see uh, Swarmer versus Flaherty. Uh, the thing about Jack Flaherty, we know him as a good pitcher, but he's had shoulder issues, and he only made his first start June 15th. So he's made two starts, his first one on June 15th and one other one, and in both he's lasted only three innings. So I'm sure they're going to try to stretch him about four or five innings this time around. But uh, the Cardinals and the Brewers just had one of those heavyweight battles between the top two teams. And so let's see how the Cardinals bullpen, which was very good against the Brewers, let's see if there's a little bit of fatigue you know, coming into the Cubs series. Well, as I just said a few minutes ago, Crowley, fingers – and toes crossed, eyes covered. Please, Justin, Cubs, just don't get swept. Please. I got I to ask you this here. You have three games against the Cardinals. Now, we saw what Nelson Velasquez did today, and he made some things happen. I've also seen him make some good defensive plays happen. I got to ask you, th th this here right now, I know that Jed Hoyer was on the Mully and Haw show. I know that he was. Uh, he was he met with the beat writers. He was on the four-letter network, uh, and and a lot of he's starting to face some tough questions, and questions specifically about Jason Hayward and Gordon, who just dropped an article today about Hayward and kind of you know apparently he doesn't hear the noise about people complaining about him, but there you know I feel that that Jed is hearing it and Rossi is hearing it as well of the frustration of the fan base of constantly playing. Jason Hayward. And I got to ask you, you got three games against St. Louis. The team is reeling right now. You had those two wins against uh, Atlanta and one against um, the Pirates out of four. This team is reeling right now. Fans are, are very frustrated. Do you see Hayward? How many starts do you see him making this series? One, and there better not be more than four at-bats. One start and no more than four at-bats. I don't think I don't think Ross would embarrass him back with the team that he started with and not have him play at all. I don't think he would do that to him. So I don't think there's any love loss either. Another fan base that does not like Jason Hayward, it would be the St. Louis Cardinals. I'm sure they're thrilled that he, number one, is no longer with the Cardinals and number two, that he's on the Cubs. But I, I guess I'd have to be okay with one start and four total at bats and there better not be any pinch hitting from Jason Hayward. And, and then, but that's the thing that Dustin, it feels like, you know, you, you talked about the Cardinals fans hatred and the reason they hate Jason Hayward is because he chose to sign a lesser deal with the Cubs instead of signing with the Cardinals who made a better deal, made a better uh, offer, made yeah. a better offer. And so they never forgot that at the same time though, the Chicago fan base, I feel like the Hayward contract never was what we wanted it to be. It wasn't what Theo wanted it to be. It wasn't what the fans or even Hayward to that matter. And we know he does a lot of good things for the community and helping young players and all this other stuff. But I feel like the more that whoever's making the call, Ross or Hoyer, the more they keep forcing Hayward in there, the more that the goodwill starts to erode. Whether you're talking about the rain delay speech or the good he does for the community or the leadership he provides in the clubhouse is people are frustrated and they're starting to take their frustrations out on Hayward. Yep. And, you know, that's what happens. You know, those that are paid a ton of money, um, that's what happens. A lot is expected. He's getting a lot of money, and there hasn't been much given back in the last few years. Again, he's a very nice guy. He's top-shelf person, really good teammate. I'm sure he's a good son. If he's married, I'm sure he's a great husband. If he's a father, I'm sure he's a great father and a great uncle. That doesn't mean I have to be happy that he's playing right field for my favorite baseball team. How about a guy who I do want playing right field for who – 
accept, you know, got DFA'd. He got sent. He nobody picked him up, which maybe says something. He has now accepted his role and he's and taken a minor league spot with the Cubs. But it's now um, Jackson. Don't call me Clint Frazier. What was your reaction when you saw that story? You know, as long as he gets his swing worked out in Iowa, I, I don't care what you call him. As long as he starts hitting the ball, call him whatever you want. You know, I'm not too worried about those type of things. I'm more worried about the production. Uh, Gordo, you know, from the, if you just listen to the interview with Gordon, he talked about how his swing especially didn't look right when he came back from the appendix um, surgery. So I'm hoping that the swing looks right, he gets better. And I'm also, you I can never want to see David Bodie in a cub uniform. I think I, we've all changed our mind on that DFA VR get, get Bodie up here immediately. I, I can't do this anymore. I could be down with that. Okay. Real quick, Crowley, before we wrap up season one, episode nine tonight, that's Thursday when we're dropping this Thursday night on the marquee sports network, we've got the young Cubs, South Bend Cubs taking on the Peoria chiefs over at four winds field. Again, you can watch it on marquee at six Oh five and Jordan wicks, is going to get the start for the South Bend Cubs in that one. So, Crowley, that's a wrap on this one. Hopefully, uh, after we talk and watch the Cardinals series, we'll be back with you guys on Monday or Tuesday morning. Hopefully, at that point, we will have had the opportunity to at least fly the W one time. I think it's a safe uh, – I don't know about – there's no safe bet with this team, but I think one win – is doable. I think one win is doable. And you know, baseball, it's like all of a sudden you knew you were going to get the two wins from the 14 in a row winner, the Braves, and then completely choke it against Pittsburgh. So who knows? Maybe, maybe the Cubs take two out of three. Never know.